everybody. It's Trevin McGee and Eric Moline here for the Scene Stealers podcast this this dreary September Friday. It is How very you, dreary. Yeah, God, it's terrible. Yeah, good time to go to the movies. Perfect time, actually. Yeah. And um, we're finally starting to get some good ones in, just in time, just in time, because I was really sick of that late summer movie dump. Are we starting to get some good ones in? I think we got one in. What are we, we going to talk I about today? Let's, I, today? I guess at Liberty Hall, uh, there's The Debt, which is... Uh, um, no, no, nope, it's not. not there. No, totally wrong. Um, Sorry, the, the guard. I the said guard. the debt. I meant the guard. I was thinking uh, Brendan Gleeson, and uh, they're both British movies, and this one um, is called The Guard. You really just like the idea of killing Nazis. I mean, that's, that's do they kill Nazis in the guard too? No, no, oh, no. Okay. That's why you're you're hung up on the debt. No, I'm not. Really it's just a the and then a one syllable word, and I just I just. All right, so it I'm up. giving you more credit than you deserve, and yeah. you're actually just kind of dumb. Is yeah. that what you're I mean, I would me? sure, certainly uh, enjoy movies about Nazi killing, but um, and I am I am preparing myself for Halloween by renting on Netflix Dead Snow, okay, which is Nazi zombies. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna in, indulge this any further. Right. I've I've gone too You've far. You've gone off too track. far. The so other movie at the Liberty guard, Hall, but the the one that's new this week is Page One, the New York Times documentary. There you go. And uh, a little near and dear to my heart. Yeah. You've so. been in a little print uh, journalism. Little, before. little bit of that print journalism. <clears throat> but I've heard this movie's really good as well. I, I've I've seen uh, pieces of it with David Carr. Yeah. Um, the carpetbagger for the New York Times, and he's very entertaining. So I've heard that the movie could just be about him and be really good. Yeah. And I've, he's he's made appearances on like Real Time with Bill Maher and some other talk shows, and he always has. I mean, he's an opinion columnist. He always has a pretty pretty good yeah grasp of things. And, and I follow him every Oscar season. So all right, well, so that's that's we'll get that out of the way. That's Liberty Hall. But the big the the big ish movie. Well, big ish because we've both seen it. Right. <laughs> and it's and it's coming well, out in well, they're uh, promoting- not art house theaters, which is weird. Yeah, it is weird, and they're promoting the hell out of it as as this uh, sort of standard action drama kind of movie but what right. we're talking about is nicholas winding rain's drive right nicholas winding rain is the director danish filmmaker mm-hmm. uh he uh directed a movie called bronson many years back that was tom hardy's breakout performance uh the reason yeah. he's getting all these good roles and all this attention right now um and then he did a movie called valhalla rising uh this is his follow-up to that his first american film and it stars Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. as uh, a guy who just likes to drive. He's, I think, credited as the driver, but they usually just call him the kid. Yep, the kid. Something. Well, that's that's the. He's the man with no name. Right, right. And 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 honestly, he's he's kind of uh, in the vein of Sergio Leone, uh, the classic man with no name. Uh, he's about as. Uh, has about as much dialogue as Clint Eastwood does mm-hmm. in the uh, spaghetti westerns, and he's also just as much of a sociopath, maybe even more so. Actually, yeah. well, what's interesting is that um, you know, like those characters, if you're going to use that type of a character, um, they basically have no past. Yeah, we don't know where they came from or how they got to where they are. We just are dealing with the situations um, that they're put in and how they deal with those, and yep. that's where that's what we learn about their character and. Uh, Nicholas Winding Rain sucks us into um, Ryan Gosling's character by presenting us uh, first off with a with a very tense mm-hmm. uh, opening scene uh, where he's driving some criminals after a heist, yeah. after a robbery. Uh, very, very well done in terms of uh, pacing and mm-hmm. and um, 
just knowing what's happening, right? We were right. talking about action scenes being confusing and yeah, that and whole chaos cinema that we, we right. brought up a couple. And this is not like back. that. No, it's very. Here's here's the thing about this movie. It's really hard for me to. I was trying to explain it to some friends last night. Um, the commercials make it look like it's just sort of a, a standard like he's the good guy. Here's here's the the girl, and he's gonna you know like. Save the girl, drive the car, avoid danger. And it you know, could have been. The end. And it could have been. Because the story is <clears throat> like that. The story starts like that, very right. much like that. But the story is but not what's important here. No. Well, <laughs> I, I, there, there are a few things about it that I really like, but it's hard to describe because um, there's it, <laughs> it's very informed by 80s style mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. The, the font is that risky business cursive in bright pink. Um, the soundtrack is very synth-heavy, Tangerine Dream style. That's soundtrack. the song that was playing when uh, when Cruz is making out with uh, Hooser Teeth on the subway. Yeah, a little Tangerine Dream. Yeah, and and so Rebecca De Mornay. Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah, and so it's it's very much like um, informed by. And then also the other thing that a lot of '80s movies did to, for establishing shots, this one does incredibly well. Are those wide sweeping panoramas yeah. of cityscapes, night views, night views, yeah. tons of night views, and just. The opening there's an opening title sequence yeah. but it's all done in cam and yep. that's awesome. So it's very informed by by but it's not a throwback movie, it's set in the present. So it's not um it's but it's very informed by eighties culture, but it's not a throwback or retro movie in any in any sense. That said Gosling wears clothes that could be right out of an eighties. Tiger movie. jacket. Yeah. I want that tiger jacket. So and his bad. his starched jean jacket, his clean starched jean jacket. Yeah. yeah. But um beyond that, I mean it's kind of. I remember when we saw the American uh, last year, yeah, and you compared it to Last Tango in Paris because you said it's an American actor in a very European movie, George Clooney and mm-hmm. uh, Anton Corbin movie, yeah. making a very seventies European style art film. And it kind of, it, I I had inklings of that during Drive because it is it is very European. It's very European in form. It's shots. It's compositions. Like he likes wide lenses. He likes medium and long range shots a lot of the time. Um, he doesn't fixate on little bits and pieces from characters, you know, um, and it all builds this sort of remoteness or this distance. The, the the driver character you never get to really know, and you don't really get to understand. I mean, you have an understanding of what he's capable of for sure, but like you said, that sort of man with no name, that man with mystery. That's they they really use every aspect of filmmaking to convey that. I mean, Gosling gives a very muted, very very quiet but expressive uh, physically performance. And it's, so it's it's a very expressionistic movie, um, and then also it feels like uh, it feels like if Sam Peckinpah had made a movie in the eighties, <laughs> it feels it feels like an update to The Getaway in a yeah. lot of ways because you've got that sort of story. There's a man, there's a man with a code, um, and as soon as he breaks it, you know, Everything all goes hell, hell goes yeah. yeah, all hell breaks loose. And then also there's um, um, the way that, and this is the thing that none of the trailers, not even the Artie trailer. Um, um, even scratch on um, just how um, graphically violent the movie is. We should mention the graphic violence just in case um, there's uh, some people out there that want, like, especially some romantic comedy fans who, mm-hmm. who really love Gosling who and want to go see that yeah, kind of, of crazy, stupid love, and, and right, want right. to see him the like right off in the sunset with uh, whatever the what's her name. This is not that movie. No. Yeah, it, they may have tried to make you believe that it is, but it's not. Um, no. And honestly, I I enjoyed I enjoyed it when uh, a couple got up and and walked out during one of the violent scenes yeah. in the film of the screening I saw last night. I I, I thought in my subversive cinema mind, for me, it was 
uh, quite enjoyable to see uh, a mainstream Hollywood actor just about to break through into a very wide audience mm-hmm. put out a movie like this and yeah. sucker all these people into the theater and then and then realize at, at one point they had to have had the realization that they are stuck in a movie that is constantly referencing movies and mm-hmm. is, is basically – uh, in my mind, it's an exercise in style, yeah. the entire film, because this is, at heart, a genre movie. It's oh, based yeah. on a book. Um, it's, it's, we pretty much outlined the plot. Uh, it's, it's every noir that's ever happened where um, the, the, the character makes a bad decision and everything goes to hell. But um, it's not the story. It's the way it's told yeah. in this film. It's, yeah. it's, it's really the style. And Nicholas uh, <laughs> Winding Rain... Uh, I have to say, I, I thought Bronson was extremely pretentious yeah. uh, and over the top, and, and certainly Hardy was was excellent uh, doing that. But the movie just seemed too full of itself and, and too joyful about its violence. And yeah. uh, for me, it was just annoying. Like it really got on my nerves. I, see, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of his previous. And work. this isn't like that. This movie is in love with movies, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, there are some dissolve shots. I have not seen dissolves last this long in a movie in a really long time and it goes perfectly with that 80s kind of synth soundtrack and this slow kind of moody vibe that he builds like i was i was saying at the at the outset after that thriller sequence Mm -hmm. he sucks us in with about 20 minutes of a very soft-spoken great character building yeah with uh and and again just a very routine kind of a thing where he meets a a girl and he 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 uh kind of falls for and she's got a kid and he he turns into this father figure and we really get into that part of of his character but we Mm -hmm. don't know about the other part of his character right we've been given a hint of it but we've seen him extremely professional yeah and when he loses it um, the movie goes into a completely different realm. Did and I not, have to say, yeah. Albert Brooks is in it. And he's great. Hilarious. Ron Perlman, hilarious. Yeah. There are a lot of laugh-out-loud funny moments in this movie. But like Fargo or something like that, you're going to find that that even while you want to laugh, it seems inappropriate because mm-hmm. of the darkness of the situations. Yeah. And I guarantee you, most people in the theater will not understand that they're, they are supposed to be laughing at this. This is, for me... Uh, hands down, the best, most entertaining genre film I've seen all year, and, oh, yeah. and it's it's in my top five. But it's extremely, it 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 is just an exercise in style and genre, and that's it. And yeah. so I have to stop there and say it can only go so far because as far as like having this great emotional depth and all this other stuff, it doesn't really have that. But man, this is I, a thoroughly entertaining film. I would agree. I mean, you know, it, it is. There's a lot to be said for good genre films, though. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said. I know you're not. I know you're not taken away from that, but at the they're same rewatchable time, too. they're rewatchable, and the, and a good one is instantly memorable, and you want to watch it yeah. again immediately. And when it was over, I mean, I, I took a, a friend when I saw. You can take a guess, and I got to take my friend, and we were talking about it. You know, you always do that. You talk about it on the way home or yeah. whatever, and, and I just really I was shocked by it, and I had some issues with it. But I really just couldn't wait to see it again. Like I'll I'll probably see it tonight, and if I don't get to see it tonight, I will uh, I'll see it this weekend for sure. Yeah. And I I, I want to see it tonight. I, I want to see how an audience reacts to it. Yeah, absolutely. Man, That's when, part of it. Yeah, because yeah. when that when that <laughs> switch gets flipped, I mean, because it feels like it's going to be sort of a very tempered, metered, um, um, 
heist kind of movie mm-hmm. for the first, you know, like like you said, the first 20, I think it's even the first 30 minutes, it, yeah. it kind of moves forward accordingly. And then when it just changes style, like it's it full does of menace, so. though, the whole time leading yeah, up to there's it. So it's not a complete change, it's just that it finally breaks It's out. always on the fringes, you yeah. know, and, and, and then when it, but when it finally gives, it gives in a bigger way than I even thought it would. Yeah. And... Graphically, that, <laughs> graphically violent. Like I really can't stress that enough. I mean, it's it is. I think it's the most violent movie I've seen all year. Yeah. I mean, that and, said, those moments last about one second. Yeah. The sound effects are. Oh wow! Yeah. There's one scene I'm, I'm not going to spoil, but the sound effect it just that's what is stuck in my head, not so the, the actual visual. Yeah. The the filmmaker that I keep comparing this to in my mind um, is is Quentin Tarantino, and the reason yeah. for that is that Tarantino takes. Uh, a very uh, particular style mm-hmm. and then puts all of his own uh, uh, genre elements into that and does something interesting with it. And I think this is something that if if uh, if Tarantino would have made this movie, I would have been like, oh, okay, so he's just uh, coming at it from a different angle. Yeah. Uh, but basically it is um, very much like one of his films where uh, you've got this character that you build up. You put in all these tense situations. Mm-hmm. There's all these standoffs. Uh, and then something blows up and and um, t- it turns into something else. This doesn't have, like I said, the emotional resonance of something like Inglorious Bastards, which, which manages to do both. Um, yeah. But it's so effectively done. And, and honestly, I know film critics are going to love this film. Yeah. Uh, and and the rest of the public um, are, are going to, to think, oh, it was it ended up turning into kind of an action movie and that was kind of cool. But what's interesting is that we as as critics and, and as film lovers, we we try our best to uh, watch from the beginning of film, silent cinema up to now, be as well versed in all of it as we can because we love going to the movies so much. And there's just so much in here um, to enjoy if if you uh, you know if if you really enjoy movies. I mean. I, I don't know what else to say other than, you know, I feel like this is another movie where mainstream audiences are going to say, we don't understand why the critics liked it so much. Yeah. And that's, I, yeah, I can see that happening for sure because it doesn't, it looks, the in the way they're marketing it, it looks like a different movie than it actually is. Yeah. So, you know, I think there are a lot of people that are going to walk out of it going, what did I, what the hell yeah. was that? But um, I'm actually I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to dislike it. I thought we were going to butt heads. Yeah, on I kind of left. I kind of left you thinking that because we didn't talk about this ahead of time. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I walked out of the theater with a huge smile on my face. Really? Yeah. Like when it ended, I was just like, wow, I can't believe I just saw that. And I was just like witnessing everybody else walking out of the theater, kind of confused and befuddled. And that yeah. just made me enjoy it more. I I I love it when when something challenges people and. Um, even in a in a, a just a plain uh, or a straightforward genre movie like this, I think, you know, it's it's great to do that. I'm sick of seeing uh, the same kinds of action movies and yeah. the same kind of thrillers. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it a lot. Well, good, I did too. So it, it's boring for you guys because we both agree on something and, and Sorry. get to just um, slobber all over it for for 30 minutes but yeah it was um bad. hey um, like i said before i mean if you mm-hmm. like going to the movies and you and you uh you have been watching a lot of movies for a long time this is going to thrill you if yeah if you haven't seen that many action movies or or even that many movies and you just kind of casually go every now and then you're probably going to watch this and and think it was just okay yeah but the whole grasp that the director has on on the audience and and the way he's telling the story, uh, it's just it's just fantastic. Yeah, and and um, one other thing that it does that a lot of good movies do for me at least is it made me want to go back and watch a bunch of 
movies that it reminded me of again, mm-hmm. like a Les Samurai, um, uh, the Sergio Leone movies, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, the the Man with No Name trilogy, a lot of that kind of stuff. But then this movie I, I saw referenced in a separate review that I um, want to check out that I haven't seen yet. Uh, John Milius is the driver. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Yeah, they kind of they make reference to Gosling being sort of like a like a modern continuation of that character from the film. So. Milius is kind of a freak, though. I don't always like his stuff. Yeah, I don't either. Red Dawn. Yeah, Warriors. <laughs> Okay, with that, uh, we'll wrap up. Uh, Trevin and Eric uh, both recommending Drive uh, in theaters now, and next week we're going to be talking about Moneyball. Moneyball. See you next week. See ya.